0: And welcome back. We are on episode six of the Starving Minds podcast. And uh, today we wanted to talk about, Johnny, do you want to uh, explain Absolutely. what the, sure. the, the title is today, the subject?
1: It's uh, pain versus suffering. Pain versus suffering. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, pain. Pain is something that we have to live with a certain extent whether we realize it or not whether we admit it or not every single day it's a part of our daily lives it's part of being a human being um, and for the longest time I thought pain and suffering were the same thing and I, I didn't quite grasp the difference um, but I started doing a lot of reading I started uh, listening to a lot of audiobooks and I think one of the ones that uh, stuck out for me and really taught me the most about that, about pain versus suffering was uh, Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. And the way he explained it is that pain is good. Pain tells you when there's something wrong, you got a cut on your arm. Pain is what tells you, hey, this needs to be mended, this needs to be fixed. Now, suffering is a completely different thing, uh, in the sense that it's what we add, it's, it's, the, uh, and I've used this analogy before, uh, the child who needs a shot, uh, knows that the shot's coming, uh, starts losing his mind and feeling all this suffering. And before he knows it, there is no pain. He already had the shot. The truth is the pain was in no way, shape or form uh, close to what he was feeling as far as the fear that caused this suffering. And it's, it's so common, it's so common how that simple analogy applies to daily, daily situations. Me, specifically, I am notoriously guilty of taking anthills and uh, making them these unclimbable uh, mountains, these, these towering, you know, behemoths before me that I can't uh, overcome, and, and it's all in my head it's like that every single time with adults as well uh and and as i was saying i'm notoriously guilty of this um one of the things that definitely happens to me a lot is uh there'll be a situation coming up and i'll i'll dread the you know the event so much that it it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and then when i'm there uh, in this uh, horrible unspeakable moment it's like never ever ever in any way shape or form you know the analogy of how fantasy never lives up to reality yeah it applies here too we fantasize about these horrible situations and then when reality hits it's like hey eh, you but know that's, what i mean
0: is it really suffering or is it just anxiety
1: oh you don't you can't t- it doesn't feel like anguish
0: because like, like a-
1: tugging at your soul
0: no because in this instant the, the example that you used where it's an event you're going to right so there's really no pain there you're just we're just talking about suffering where you're just um catastrophizing Uh, something to be more than what it actually is and and then the reality is when you do get to the place you're like oh it's actually not that bad
1: it's like that though it's going to be like that with pain as well um I, I guess one of the things that I was doing to myself and and I talked to my therapist about this and the way she described it is be in the moment the past is depression the future is anxiety so whether it's the future event that makes us anxious, which leads to suffering, or the past event that leads to depression, that leads to suffering, all we have to do is in a lot of ways, stay where we are in that moment. And I've I've tried, it's not easy. And you know, I, it's easy to just say all of this, but when, when you have to practice it, uh, especially because you're so used to grabbing yourself and putting yourself in these painful places, uh that i i still do at times i um music music will trigger me uh easily it'll it'll send me back to a time period and i'll have to actively either change the song or talk myself down or hey that was then this is now you're doing yeah. this to you again
0: so we we've talked uh briefly about this as far as music and and how it affects you. Music also has a huge effect on me. We were just recently speaking about how my sense of smell as well, smells linked to memories or people as far as perfumes and stuff. So uh, in the same sense, music does the same thing to me. But what you're particularly speaking about is that there are certain songs that uh, will trigger you. So, Uh, Speaking about suffering, do you think, and I've asked you this question before when you were going through this situation, when you were triggered, do you know the difference of when you were subconsciously seeking these memories in these songs? So do you know that you're doing it in the time or do you come back to it and you're like, maybe I shouldn't have heard that song because I know how it affects me
1: uh the truth is it it's both it's both because sometimes I will not just actively seek it out it'll be to the point that I'll catch myself doing it and I'll, I'll allow it because I've gotten so used to the pattern I've gotten so used to the pain that it's become a part of me as well that I I seek that pain it's um it's like a very funny meme that someone I care about sent me recently about waking up outside of a toxic pattern and going, WTF? Why? Because you know it's good for you, but, but you're so used to that other thing. And, and that's the bad thing about, about suffering, that it, it, you can form a pattern of suffering in your life to the point that you actively seek it out not just the pain, that you take these situations surrounding you and just turn them into these, these, these whirlwinds, turn them into these these just uh, sufferable situations. You know, when in all actuality, it really isn't anywhere near as bad as we're making it out to be. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying people's pain isn't real. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that everyone could stand from looking at that situation from a different angle so that it doesn't hurt you as bad you know the whole circumstance versus reaction if you will
0: right and i think what's important is being aware of your behaviors when you're doing them um being aware of your triggers when it happens that's a huge deal but also what i find interesting is that you said um you will allow yourself to go through that go through that suffering and experience and re-experience that pain from when it originally happened so my second question would be and you may not know the answer but why is it do you seek suffering
1: for the longest time, I didn't have love. I didn't have love in myself. I didn't have love in my life. And instead of feeling nothing at all, I gravitated towards the pain. Instead of having no feeling whatsoever, I wanted to feel something. And in a lot of ways, when I, when I did, I didn't just hurt myself. I, I hurt myself multiple ways. I did it emotionally emotionally. I did it mentally. I did it physically. I, I, I still have burn scars um, throughout my body that are never going to heal. Uh, well, I mean, they heal. I'm sorry, that are never going to disappear. They're scars that I take with me forever. But uh, I know, I, I don't know. It makes me feel good that I know what I've come out of. You know, uh, I heard this song a long time ago. He says, uh, well, where are scars like medals of hope? And I thought that was always cool because, you know, it, it serves now over to, to remind me of something that I overcame. Uh, but then did, it, it came the mental. It's not easy for me to share this, to be completely honest with you, because at one time I did, I would place myself in a ring and everyone I loved and everyone I cared about and everyone um, whose opinion mattered to me. Uh, was in the crowd and they shouted and screamed and mocked and said every hurtful painful thing that I could imagine and, and you know there's just no worse enemy than the ego because you know your ego knows where you're hurt your ego knows when you're weak uh you know where your soft spots are and they did they would poke and prod and and ridicule and laugh and and it wasn't until I was in shambles that I was where I wanted to be and I would, I would drive myself to that place mentally and emotionally. Um, it took a long time for for me to start facing the new year because I would I would face every new year with trying to sleep. I, yeah, I didn't
0: I, I, I can relate to that. Um I do that a lot recently, just just a way of feeling the feelings. You know, it's strange. It's like, is it avoiding the feelings or is it uh, feeling the feelings? Yeah, so I was going to say it almost, because you were talking about hurting yourself in multiple ways. It's almost abusive to me. And maybe that abuse might be comforting. Uh, You were speaking about Going through life with not feeling at all so the abuse is kind of like the pain is um, comforting because you're you would rather feel something than nothing at all it's almost like we we do it is abusive to ourselves to put us in situations that we know and we're very aware of how it makes us feel um, and that That's the difference between having that pain and the suffering where you're just you're just in that twister and you put yourself in that twister, knowing the effect it has on you, knowing the outcome. Yeah, it's like you're you're intentionally you're intentionally putting yourself in a situation that, you know, hurts you.
1: It's it's another form of self-sabotage.
0: It's another form of
1: self-sabotage. Just to
0: feel that
1: pain. Yeah. A a lot of people don't understand that either. The uh, just want to feel something. The truth is, you're looking for love. The truth is, you're longing for love. Uh, Whether it was because, uh, you know, because I was hurt. Whether it was because of a pattern that I observed in my in my family and in my personal life. Uh, Whatever it was, I was seeking that approval i was seeking that that need to feel validated and it's really odd when i think about it at times because i i really can't complain about my parents for for all their faults i am far more fortunate than a lot of people um because one thing they never denied me was love they never denied me love um and, and I think a lot of my issues came from mental illness that was passed down through the family. You know, mental health is big now, you know, mental health is now coming, becoming more of an acceptable thing. You know, it's, it's not uh, the white coats are going to come get you. If you say, I talked to my psychologist, you know, you used to say that 20, 30 years ago, it's like, Ooh, he's seeing a shrink, you know, they're going to come get him in a couple of days. You know, it, that, that was commonplace, but now it's it's more understood that how important it is so as you know my family dealt with these kinds of things back then only when it got to extreme situations now seeing what i have seen and understanding what i understand i take it very very seriously because i know what i'm afflicted with and it's not something that i take lightly you know and a lot of people don't they they they're ashamed you know, and they're adding to their pain. They're literally pain. It's normal for us to be in pain. It's just life isn't peachy. Life doesn't work like that. We're going to experience pain, but we have a choice of how it affects us. And suffering is not necessary. Yeah. Just me. Yeah.
0: My best friend was talking about how, I often will also put myself in a situation. I will feel the pain from something that was in the past, and it will trigger me in the future. And then I would feel that same pain. And instead of feeling the pain in my body, I'm all up in my mind. And that's what we do. That's what trauma is. Um, So we're just up in our heads and instead of feeling the pain that we couldn't feel back then and we didn't have the tools to feel, feel it back then and let it pass through us, we now get triggered by these same situations or that we believe is similar situations and then we'll remain in that cycle, that rumination of pain um from something that happened in the past more than likely has nothing to do with what's going on now especially Mm. because we're aware of it so we're talking about people that are aware of their triggers and are aware of their pain this is where suffering lies because they are aware of what's happening and instead of just feeling it and allowing your body to feel it we just ruminate on the pain of something that that was in the past and i i've done that a lot i'm trying to now allow my body to feel the pain that already passed and just leave it at that and just give myself time to feel that because it's so important to me my mental yes. health is so is way more important to me than anything because if i'm not straight i can't focus on anything else Absolutely. you know when we know that we're suffering and we put ourselves in the situation where we allow things from the past to take over and then and we it's react
1: it's not Just easy no. and, for, and and you know what the reason i say it's not easy i'm talking about you specifically you, your case is a little special uh in the sense that and and i know you've spoken about this before that Um, a lot of the time you were not allowed to feel your feelings. You were told, stop, don't be weak. Why are you crying? Uh, And, and the thing about that kind of conditioning is that it's just, it's so blocking. It's so blocking because here you go ruminating. So you're going back to that painful place. Right. And then when you want to start feeling it and you want to start processing it it's like hey weakling hey pussy you know like that that's such a that's such a shitty place to be i'm sorry that is just
0: you you i'm so glad that you pointed this out because it's an it's an added layer so not only are are you in the present moment you are trying to feel something that was in the past you have this other layer of having a narcissistic parent in the back of your head as an echo telling you hey this pain that you're feeling don't feel that so yeah. it's like in and, and it's instilled in me to be this person because i was conditioned i was trained to yeah. be this person who doesn't feel who doesn't show emotion so um i will point out something that's very similar to that um because not only did i experience and i mentioned this before not only did I experience that with my uh, with my childhood, with my mother, but also in the marriage as well, where I knew that if I cried, just keeping in mind that crying to me was like such a big deal. If I'm feeling pain from something that's currently happening, so something was currently happening in the present, I couldn't cry because I had my mother's voice in the back of my head Oh, if you cry, then you're weak, you know, you're married and you, and you have kids. So you should be in a better place now and you shouldn't cry. So not only did I have that, but, and then when I was able to, I just need to speak to somebody. So I would speak to my, I would try to speak to my husband about that, but because he was so damaged as well, he immediately went to, he's doing something wrong so his Mm -hmm. response was like she is crying i can't protect her right now so i'm doing something wrong it must be my fault right because that's that's his conditioning from his parents so he felt like he needed to be a protector and protect me so to him seeing his wife crying he's fucking up at the moment i would cry which was really hard for me. And then I would express my feelings, which was even more harder for me because I had my mom's voice in the back of my head. So when I was able to push through that inner child and come to him and be like, this is affecting me right now. He immediately came back with just like this desperate, like, what am I doing wrong? You know and and then and those were on good days because most of the times it was immediately i can see in his face oh my god she's crying so i'm doing something wrong so it was like this dread he had over me crying and then immediately i would know to shut up you know swallow my tears oh my god the shame of like crying like what am i doing i can't be crying in front of him so it was like it was so toxic because there were so many layers there. And at the same time, he was my best friend. So it's like, I had to, I was hyper vigilant about what he was going through and then what I was going through and then my past. So it, it's it, like- I'm
1: sorry, it's so much worse. I'm hearing you and, and there's another layer. There's there's a yet another layer of what him doing that to you conditioned you. See, the thing is you're such a pleaser that by him reacting the way he did to you crying made you feel like even more of a failure than you already felt because of the conditioning that your mother gave you. So at that point you were dead failing as a daughter because of the trauma from your mom. Then you were failing uh, as a partner and you were failing as a wife. I want to ask you a question, and I know this is going to sound really, really weird. It's almost rhetorical, but I'm just curious if you know how emotionally backed up this made you.
0: Uh, uh, hello? Do I not know that? Like, no, no,
1: no, no. Listen, uh, the fact that you didn't spend the better part of like six years immediately after all that just weeping uncontrollably daily at least three times a day is beyond me
0: what well well i will say and i love that you said that because the amount of times i've cried after the separation it wasn't just about him it was just being able to fucking cry like i like it just projectile vomited emotions everywhere
1: i love that
0: someone could just touch my arm and and like, I would ball into like nothingness, you know, it was just so much. And and what's crazy is like now fast forward to where I'm at, I've developed this like OCD, uh, for those that don't understand, um, rumination is just basically the OCD of the mind replaying things from the past. And with someone like myself who, just recently discovered that it was a thing so this is something that i've developed um with current relationships that i have now and now i'm more in the body so everything that was stuck within me in my body is now coming up for me so it's literally all these emotions that i've suppressed for so many years has now surfaced. So I get very sensitive. Um, I have to like to adjust the AC a lot and we can get into that in the future. often do you cry? um, Way more than I used to for sure. Um, You cry daily? I don't cry daily, but I have my moments. Um, It was really tough for me this week, especially um today is uh today is what thursday yes yeah so something happened with me where i was triggered and and so i'm still just to give you an idea of time frame so i'm still going through um a few things but going back to what we were saying the important thing is noticing when you are triggered and noticing that you may be feeling pain and this pain is linked to the past, not necessarily the present. Be active in this moment and not to allow yourself to suffer. So not stopping the suffering, but like just making things worse or adding onto it. So you're not putting layers, or my relationship with my husband, it was putting layers on top of what I was already I already had from childhood so what we're trying to do now as adults with ourselves to healing our uh, inner child is to be aware of the pain and not add on to it so we're just feeling what it is and allowing it to pass through us and not having judgment of ourselves for feeling that pain
1: that's right that's another layer of suffering you are adding at that point for feeling guilty for, for feeling it, because you've been told for so long not to feel it. it it's uh this, it that's what I love about, about doing what we've been doing lately because we, we keep uncovering these layers and it feels like with every layer that we uncover, we seem to free ourselves from another chain, you know, and, and that's something that I used to do so bad after uh my breakup. It, it was, I remember, uh, Google would say, Hey, how's your day going? You seem like you're in a really good mood. I just wanted to real quick remind you of this really beautiful memory you shared with this person you are no longer with. Yay. And I, I didn't, I didn't realize that Of course, the pain was understandable. You know, pain is normal. It's understandable to be with someone and then not to be with someone and for it to hurt. That is normal. But when you have moved forward and you stay in that place, when you're in a different place, when you have overcome in a lot of ways, when you've moved to a different stage of your life and you're still in your mind and in a lot of ways your heart still lingering back there which doesn't exist any longer. The only reason you're there is for the pain itself. The only reason you go to that place is for that. And even if that's not why you're going there, that's what it ends up turning out to be. Because whether you're going there to intentionally hurt yourself or you're going there because it was a better time in your life and you miss being there, guess what? No matter what, the the, the result is the same. You're going to end up hurt because that time doesn't exist anymore. You're just
0: adding on to the pain. That's it's, all you're doing. You're, people don't you're, realize. You are not only adding on to the pain, but you're allowing the, the pain to live with suffering. So you're allowing it to exist when it doesn't need to exist anymore.
1: No, it's done. It's finished. And, and I did. I would I would spend so much time uh, back there. It, it, honestly, the books and the therapy. And I, I dare say uh, I was one of these people that didn't want to get on medication. I really was. And uh, I met someone and uh, she explained to me what, uh, what she was taking and where she was prior to the medication and what her pattern was. And, and the more that her and I spoke, the more I found a lot of similarities, not just in her pattern, but in the way that you know things made her feel I found a lot of similarities in her journey and mine and how she reacted to things, especially in the way that she grew up. And that was enough for me to be like, you know what? Let me try it. And it, it did, it, it helped me in a lot of ways. It reinforced what I was learning with the audiobooks about looking in because the truth is, um, you know, you and I have said it so many times about being in the moment and the pain and suffering uh, is no different. Staying right there with the pain as it's happening in a lot of ways will free you of the suffering attached to that pain.
0: I think I think what it is, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I think what it is, we, so we know what that pain is like, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought, no way.
1: We know what that pain is like.
0: We know what that pain is like and we, oh, that's what I was going to say. So it's like it's almost like we are scared to allow ourselves to go through the pain for whatever reason and I'm th- trying to I mean understand that's a
1: that. defense like, mechanism I... isn't it?
0: No, but if we know if we are aware that something is painful or subconsciously or consciously uh suffering and allowing ourselves to suffer in that moment that would mean to me is that there's some fear there that we can't let go of the pain or maybe we're scared to feel it because we think it's going to completely consume us but the pain is old it's not new it's just we couldn't feel it at that moment so we took other route to let go of that pain and now it's resurfacing so i'm wondering if we're the fear here where we're scared to allow our bodies to feel it because we think that this pain is just going to completely consume us and we're going to either explode or die from feeling this overwhelming pain i think that's what it is and we 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 allow it to linger on and we we never get through it because we're just
1: avoiding the whole time
0: just keep keep avoiding it over and over and over again um
1: it's it's um it's so honestly I'm sorry I I feel like that's normal you and I are talking about running back to like why why would you intentionally run to that and there's there's a lot of reasons that I can think of off the top of my head you know personally uh you know you, you lose a person they're no longer in your life and and I didn't understand that you can love a person, you can miss a person, you can wish a person the best, but still know in your heart that they're so toxic, they don't belong in any way, shape or form in your life. Now, going back to that place where they were, sometimes there's nothing more than you miss that person. And in a lot of ways, in the end, all you have left of that person is the pain that they caused you. So instead of letting go completely. We even hold on to that. But even in that, it's us doing it, you know, but you see that, right. You see that, that that's just another layer, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. I think perspective is one of the big deciding things here. uh, Like everything else in life, you know,
0: we are aware of the suffering And we know what to do not to put ourselves in that situation. Um, Another good example of this would be uh, the example you gave of in a previous episode about the alcoholic who avoids the wine aisle at a grocery store, for example, Mm, mm. right? So suffering would be, I, I would assume is like, him putting himself in a situation going to that bar going to the friends um get together going to cocktail hour or whatever it's it's kind of tricky because like when is it it, it's inevitable that we're going to experience some of these things some of these situations in the future right you can't he can't avoid it forever correct me if i'm
1: wrong Are you saying that addiction is pain and the suffering that we add to it is by putting ourselves in those situations that we succumb to it? The alcoholic going to the liquor store. He avoids the liquor store so he doesn't feel the suffering of his addiction.
0: So here's the thing. So I asked you if you listen to certain songs that will put you in a place where you're suffering even knowing consciously knowing how you're going to feel and what the outcome is and what the root of that is
1: oh yeah i want to suffer
0: so right so an alcoholic too i'm wondering if like oh i'm wondering if he will put himself in a situation because it's familiar to him to have that or maybe he's testing himself. No, 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 no,
1: You're, Listen, you're, you're onto I'm, something. No, no, you're onto I'm not, it. I'm
0: Listen, not, I, I'm not an alcoholic. No, no, like no. Addiction, I'm, I'm is, like, addiction.
1: addiction yeah, is addiction. Addiction so. is addiction and you're on the right path. And the only reason I say you're on the right path is because I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm piecing my own pattern to it. Everything you just mentioned, I stick myself in these situations
0: to this day. Yeah. So I'm not articulate with my words, but what I'm trying to express is I wonder if, so there's like that that whole addicted to pain and addicted to suffering, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe addicted to the pain and putting yourself in the cycle of suffering or adding layers onto it intentionally, you know, because this is what we're talking about, you and I, um, we're not talking about those people who suffer without knowing like they have no idea why they're suffering you know the the whole victim mentality that yeah. is very much that is like they have zero idea of what they're experiencing and why they allow these things so i'm talking about people like us who are very aware of what we're doing and 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 putting ourselves in that situation we allow this pain to linger on and we keep replaying these stories in our head because that's all it is it's just stories stories yeah. of the past that no longer serve you no longer exist and more than likely will never happen in the future because you are aware of yourself to not put you or yourself in that situation so i'm wondering if like if we feel so much pain for these things why are there some people who actively put themselves in these situations like you said you you have done this like i uh, i just want to know what is it there that you want
1: that so that feeling the- of washing of emotion that washes over you not necessarily love i know that feeling And the only other feeling that I can describe close to it is that overwhelming feeling of agony, suffering inside my heart because of the emotional pain that I feel that consumes me completely. That's the only other way I can describe it because it's everywhere.
0: So you know exactly what it felt like. So you put, you have put yourself in the situation where you're like I remember what that feels like and I want to feel that now so I allow it to linger on yeah so so that's good see that's why I love that I asked you to do this podcast with me because it's it's a different perspective but also like Even us being friends, like we still have so many differences and complete opposites because with me, I don't like feeling any of this pain, I would rather get rid of all the pain. In fact, um, this is something I spoke about recently is um, There was a point in my life where I was completely um Completely involved with the l g b t community, and a lot of my close friends um my best friends at the time were gay male um and uh and so around that time when we were talking about marriage equality and and how big that became a, a few years back, I was supporting my friends and I felt so deeply about it and there's very very few things that I feel so deeply about to where I I advocated for them and I had these arguments with people that I don't even fucking know on the internet and I I've lost friends during that time and I've gained friends during that time but a lot of uh, followers and a lot of uh, friends and family you know they were either blocking each other during that time or it just got very political and that's something that i try to stay away from because i feel like it's a very toxic and very repetitive and it's so like it 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 gets you nowhere the reason why it came back to this and how this relates to suffering there is a moment in my life where it was consuming me so much that I was ignoring my husband and I was ignoring my kids. Wow. Um, I would stay up all night, and I was like, just so invested in this because equality means so much to me. <laughs> um, I can't even describe into words how much it means to me, and so, um, but it, I allowed it to consume me. I went days without sleeping and I couldn't cook and I couldn't, I couldn't effectively be me. I couldn't even be a human at that time. And I got to a point where I decided that I'm going to stop following these pages, stop following these people. My mental health and my desire to be at peace in my mind and in my heart is so much more to me than to be in this pain and feel pain for these people. So I didn't watch it, the news anymore. I stopped watching TV. I didn't want to hear it. I told everyone around me, like, I don't want to hear it if there's anything political going on in the world. I I rather and this is gonna sound really fucked up, but I rather be oblivious to it because it does not not that it doesn't affect me or my kids but it's it's gotten to a point where it's very toxic
1: correct me if i'm wrong
0: it's not it's what
1: you were feeling the suffering of other people's pain
0: yes and that's what i'm talking about i was feeling for my best friends my best friends like at the time i think it was like five of us you know And it meant so much to me. Yeah, it was one of the number one arguments that I had with my husband at the time who were so Republican at that time. But it's like, I felt so strongly about it and it was really affecting me emotionally. And I was like, I I need need to stop, this is not healthy. And what am I doing here really, right? because yeah. i've already spoke and i've already said how i feel but you're never going to get into the minds of those people who choose to be ignorant to human life <laughs> you true. know what i mean like um and and it is it, just the pain that i was feeling inside and the anger cuz it, it it started to develop into anger that i had for these people it's not worth it There's suffering there.
1: There's suffering there. There's needless suffering.
0: Even in doing something, and that's what I wanted to to point to. Even when I was doing something that I'm passionate about, right? Equality for for human life, for human beings. Something so passionate can turn into something toxic. I'm not an angry person, but I was starting to get angry at these people, you know, these people who are fucking bigoted and fucking ignorant. I I couldn't like, and and I knew that it's going to be like this forever. I, I can't go the rest of my life forcing people to accept something that they choose they willingly choose not to accept so they choose to be in that suffering they choose to be the victim of whatever the fuck. and um yeah i i just
1: you recognized it it and and you chose not to suffer any longer you were adding to your own suffering yes and and a lot of people don't recognize it and that's honestly, that's where I'm at these days. My, my, uh, one of my biggest journeys, one of my biggest, uh, my, my sense of purpose in a lot of ways is, uh, defined by my ability to help people with their pain. Um, when my wife passed away, I met someone, well, I already knew this person, but I had no idea the level of grief that they had endured throughout their life. I'm talking from losing. Losing a boyfriend to losing a father to losing a fiance. I mean, boom, boom, boom. When you meet someone who's endured that level of loss at such an early age. Uh wow. I, I guess it's a life trainee in grief counseling, you know, a life expert in uh in grief, you know, because you've been through it, you know, when you face it's like a storm a storm chaser. You know what I mean? She may not have necessarily been chasing those storms, but once you've been through a couple of those, you kind of know the pattern. You kind of know which direction things are going to go. Uh, and, and she stepped in. She stepped in when my wife passed away. And she gave me the, the, the page with the paint by numbers. And she said, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to notice. And, and it helped me deal with my pain. It helped me understand what I was feeling. At the time, because uh, I met a lot of great people who tried to teach me a lot of different things about the pain that I was going through and any kind of suffering that I might add to it, but I I wasn't ready to face it. And honestly, you and I have talked about this so many times, and I think this is another case of that. Uh, When you want to face your pain, you have to face it. You have to look inside. You have to ask yourself the questions. You have to be honest. And I guess that's self-awareness. It, it all goes back to that as well, being self-aware. Once you're aware of your pain, once you find the root of your pain, you are aware of it, and then you can deal with it because then you realize, it's is it as bad as I thought? We just got to face it. We got to let it go through us. You, you're going to have a hard time with that. And I, I love the strides that you've made. Uh, on one of our last episodes, when you apologized for crying, I was so happy how a second later, you're like, I'm not sorry. Like, I, I felt this glee inside me as you broke that chain that your mother wrapped you in. I was just like, I think I applauded. I think I did. <laughs> um, and, and, and I think a lot of people need to break those chains. I commend you. Mm-hmm. You've always been an inspiration for me seriously you you continue to
0: be you have have been for me too i um i can't relate to grieving someone it's unimaginable to me um but I, i will will add to what you were saying not only being aware of what's going on but what's important is you don't have to address these things you don't have to ask yourself the why and the root of the problem. You don't have to analyze your feeling at the moment. What you need to do is feel it, right? So that's the first step is being aware of it and just allow it to take over you, allow the feeling to go through. I used the analogy with you before, the way I see pain now, uh, past pain, I've been dealing with that a lot. I've been having a lot of recent triggers. The way I visually see it, because I'm an artist, is um, I see it like getting under the shower and turning on the shower and the water that's coming from the faucet is pain. So you experience it from the top of your head and just allow it to take over you your whole body all you're doing is watching and feeling it so you're not asking yourself why it's happening you're not over analyzing you're not telling yourself to stop and turn off the water you're not telling yourself why are you still allowing yourself to be overcome with this like feeling so it, it's none of that it's just watching the pain hit you at the top of your head like the water from the shower and just watch it go down to the to your foot and and then afterwards, you can think if you even want to if you even need to, you might not even need to at that point, because you've already allowed the pain to go through you and take over you and wash it off and go away. You know,
1: it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful analogy. And I love the part that it goes down the drain. You let it go through you and then it's gone. And then it's gone. And, and I think I think the other thing that will definitely always have to be evaluated is that, you know, a lot of people have been told, hey, you better turn that faucet off. Yes, you, know? you
0: immediately. Because, because and, and let's say that the pain might even be too cold or too hot, right? So let's add that yes. to the analogy. You yes. immediately, you feel it, you're like, oh my God, I remember that hot feels, it burns. So I'm gonna turn it off right or i'm going to try to change it to cold or i'm going to try to neutralize it you don't have to and that's the thing about pain and not um not allowing yourself to suffer is not adding on to the pain just allow it to go through you allow it to happen and then it's gone and then it's over you know we're we're talking about
1: emotional pain
0: Right now, of course, we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about allowing someone to, you know, for example, if you're in an abusive relationship, allowing you to feel the pain. I'm not talking about any of that. The pain that we bring onto ourselves. Yes. What I'm, I'm specifically talking about and what this topic is for this podcast today, for us to not add on to the pain that already existed, not allow it to live anymore because there's know what? no reason for it to exist.
1: I think with a certain level of self-awareness we can in a lot of ways reduce the suffering that we feel yes. mentally, physically, and emotionally. Yeah. I think with if... enough, you know, looking in and and rewiring those neural patterns uh, we can minimize it. How many times have we seen people uh, as a form of enlightenment or, or showing enlightenment, walk on hot coals. That's, that's a perfect example of disconnecting pain from suffering. That's what is literally the, the, the whole uh, point of that exercise that you can feel the pain of the hot coals on your feet mm-hmm. and not allow it to, to, consume you with suffering
0: because mm-hmm. you know at the end you know if you just walk through it without panicking it will come to an end and then it's gone and you can choose never to go there again that is the magic that is the magic you never have to go through it again and even if there is a pain that's similar to what you've already experienced you now have the tools to understand what it feels like yeah. and how you can better adjust yourself to that feeling, right? You
1: know, it, pain is such a, such a major subject, and I think you and I have touched on this before. You can't heal unless you deal with the pain. The body, the body, like I was explained to, I was explained this by an anesthesiologist, that the body doesn't heal properly unless it's you're dealing with the pain, unless you're coping with the pain. So it's not until you actually, like you said, turn on that faucet and let that pain wash through you that you can actually deal with the thing that's making the faucet run. You know, you gotta let the faucet run before you can work on the leak.
0: I just thought of, I've just thought of another one too. You know, when you, when you fall off a bike, and you have wounds so you immediately know what that feels like getting on that bike right um at the moment when we were little we used to pick our our wounds as they were dipping and trying to heal we interfered by removing it and it never heals properly right have you noticed that your wounds they heal if you leave it alone It takes care of itself and then when the when the uh uh the scab goes away it's almost like it it never happened
1: no i'm gonna run with it i'm gonna i'm gonna i got it i got you do not pick your emotional wounds so that they may heal so that they may heal into scars to remind you of the pain you've overcome holy shit
0: But but here's the thing. Here's the thing that's amazing. You don't even have to be reminded of it because you've already experienced it. So you don't have to look back at it.
1: You You can let them heal completely so that they don't scar over.
0: Well, well, they might not scar over. That's what I'm trying to say. Like this Mm. is this is becoming silly, but just just to end it's when I've noticed this because I was a very, very active child. I used to climb trees all the time and get myself into situations. <laughs> maybe it was trauma and maybe I wanted to feel some kind of anything because um, I wasn't getting that from my you know my family. but anyways, that's another story for another day. But like if you notice if you pick when you pick on the the scabs and don't allow it to heal, not only does it take longer, but the scarring is worse if we just like, allow it to do its thing it's almost like it never happened
1: cuz right? you're actually so, dealing with it
0: right you're just allowing it to exist without interfering cuz the body will do its own thing so just like the body our minds we forget that our minds knows how to do its own thing we don't have to always interfere with what's going on right so just allowing yourself to feel whatever pain that's existing for you now and if there is pain from the past it won't be a trigger for the future and you're definitely not adding layers onto it because that's just abuse and you know and it's it's going to be be continuous
1: yeah that's the other thing i've noticed like especially when you're when you're Moving forward, these things, you know, the this four-step process of acceptance and, well, acceptance is the last one, but nobody ever elaborated on the fact that you'll go through them. So when it comes, you let it go through. And if it comes again, let it wash over you. It, let it wash over you as many times as you need to. You know, there's not a limit. It's like, oh, well, this is, you know, number three today. Sorry, we're we're all full. You know, we've reached our, our capital for today. It, it doesn't work like that. Um, just got to let it continuously wash over you until you've processed everything that you need to process. But I think this is good. Do not pick your emotional wounds so that they turn into lasting scars.
0: Or I know you like that one, but I really do like, do not pick on your emotional wounds before they heal.
1: Do not pick your emotional wounds. we're gonna play with that one yeah we're gonna i'm gonna play with that one i'm gonna send it to you i
0: think uh i think we've talked about suffering enough um but uh (laughs) once again we really yeah we're 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 suffering now
1: i know i i heard you saying it was um i i hope i really hope our our listeners gained a lot from this uh pain is is something that uh emma and i have discussed extensively um because of the pain that she's endured and the pain that I have endured. And we shared our pain together. So thank you for allowing us to share our pain with you. Uh, We hope Mm -hmm. that this will allow you to really process, really look at at yourself on the inside and say, hey, I don't have to suffer like this anymore.
0: You can let it go. Just just let it go.
1: Down the drain. Down the drain.
0: Down the drain. All right.